Hey, Rabbi, so I hope you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Yes. Yeah, good. Okay, excellent. Sorry about the um, slight delay in starting. We're just waiting for Dain Erentroy to finish the um, Tehillim for Zeliges Shabrafur Shalem of Bakoro. I'd like to share with you um, a Dvahalocha relevant to the Seder and also then a Dvaragoda. Um, we'll be based on what we spoke about, the Dvaragoda, on Monday night with some additions. So please, of those of you who attended uh, two Monday nights ago or who listened afterwards, uh, please forgive me if there's any for the repetitions. Let's start off with the end of Magid. We read the Mishnah in Arab Sochim, Rabbi Gamliel HaYa'omer, Kol Shlayama Shloshet Dvarim Halalu Bapesach Layotze Dei If a person doesn't say these three things on Seder night, he's not Yotza, his Chiyuv. Pesach, Matzah, Moror, you have to explain the reasons for Pesach, Matzah, or Moror. Just one second, please. The question we need to ask is, which mitzvah are you not Yotza if you don't say Rabban Gamliel? Isn't the Rabban Gamliel to say Pesach Matzah Mara Chelik of Mitzvahs Haggadah? And what Rabban Gamliel is telling us, if you don't say the Haggadah, Pesach Matzah Mara, you haven't been yoked to the Mitzvah of Haggadah. Or no, is Rabban Gamliel telling us that if you don't discuss the reasons for Pesach Matzah Mara, you haven't been yoked the Mitzvah of Pesach Matzah and Mara. What's the Nafkimina? The Nafkimina would be if a person hasn't got Pesach Matzah Mara. Does he still have to say Ramon Gamliel? If it's a chalik of the Haggadah, well, then you have to say the Haggadah even without Pesach Matzah Mara. So you'd have to mention Ramon Gamliel. But if it's a part of Mitzvah's Pesach Matzah Mara, if someone hasn't got Pesach Matzah Mara, then there's no need for him to say the Mishnah of Ramon Gamliel. Likewise, opposite would be on Pesach Sheini. Do, does a person who brings a Pesach Sheini have to say the Memra of Rabban Gamliel. Does he have to say the reason for Pesach, Matzah, Umarur, or not? If it's a chilek, sorry, this, sorry, this, yeah, something with this uh, Zoom. If it's a chilek of Pesach, Matzah, Umarur, then he'd have to say it on Pesach Sheni. Whereas if it's a chilek of Agoda, there's no chiv Agoda on Pesach Sheni. And we find the Emmas that this is a machlokus we've shown him as to whether the Chiyuv to explain the reasons for Pesach Matzah Moror is part of the Haggadah or part of the Mitzvah Pesach Matzah Moror. The Emek Brocha, Aryeh Pomeranchik, who was a Talmud of the Briskarov, he quotes the Briskarov as having said over in the name of his father, Abchaim, that at the beginning of every Seder night, Reb Chaim would tell the invitee that the difference between the mitzvah of Zechiris Yitzhak Mitzrayim the whole year round and the mitzvah of our God on Seder night is three. What are the three differences? He says on the whole year round, you've got one chiyuv, namely to mention the fact Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That's it. The Mount Tizker, you mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim, you're done. On Seder night, said Reb Chaim, there are three dimensions to this mitzvah. 
It's got to be sipur de'erach she'elo tshuva. You have to discuss and talk about your tears with time in question and answer form, number one. <coughs> number two, you have to be mascha be'gnus u'misayim eshvach. You've got to start talking about the gnus of Klal Yisrael, whether it's gnus ha the fact that they were over the or whether it's the fact that avodim ayinu the farav mitzrayim, machlekes rabim shmuel, you've got to be maschul magnus and you've got to be misayim b'shvach. You've got to end off talking, giving shvach to Kodesh Baruch Hu for all that he did to us. That's number two, and number three, you have to explain the reasons for the mitzvahs. That's Rabbi Gamliel. Those three things differentiate the chiyuv of Haggadah on Seder night from the midst of Zechir Esitias Mitzrayim the whole year round. And Rabbi would end off, he says, and he would say that since mitzvahs trichas kavana, therefore you have a chiyuv to have kavana to be makayim, three, three chalokim of the, of the mitzvah on Seder night. Question and answer, maschah b'ganus and b'shvach, and to explain the reason for the mitzvahs. And he says it's mafurish in the Rambam. Because if you look in the Rambam, the beginning of Perek Zayin, the Rambam says like this, Perek Zayin Mishnah base, Halacha base. Mitzvah lo'idiya lebonim, it's a mitzvah to tell the children v'afir lo'ishalu, even if they haven't asked, shenema v'gadot ha'lovincha, you should tell to your children, etc. And then it talks about Manishtana, so it's clearly, and then he carries on Halacha Gimel, he discusses the idea of Shaila Atshuva and the Tamid Chachomim have to ask each other, Manishtana, base and Gimel. And it's still not found. I'm sorry? One second. One second. Then he carries on in Aloha Dalit. He has to start with Gnus and end B'Shvach. What's the Gnus? He quotes the two opinions. Then So the Rambam says on Seder night, question and answer, Rabbi Gamliel, and then the Rambam ends off in Halacha, Hey, Udvarim Ha'elu Kulon Hein Hanikroin Hagoda. All these three sections are what we call Hagoda. So therefore, says Rabbi Chaim, it's clear in the Rambam, if you look in the Mishnais, that's how the Mishnais are put together. Those are the three main Halakim on the Seder night. But what is clear for our purposes is that the Rambam learns clearly that to say the Shresh Dvarim, the reason for Pesach, Matzah, Amaro, is a part of the Haggadah, because he ends off after Rabbi Gamliel, Dvarim Ha'elu, Kulon Nikra Haggadah. He holds... Sorry, somebody's not muted. If they could mute themselves, please. Hello? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so it's clear in the Rambam, very clear in the Rambam, that the... Uh, member of Rabbi Gamliel, that you have to explain the reasons for Pesach Matzah Mara is part of Mitzvah Haggadah. If we look in the, um, the Dark Emotion, the Ramah, he quotes a run in Tafayim Test, and there is a discussion amongst the Rishonim when Rabbi Gamliel says, does he mean you're not Yota at all? 
or does he mean you haven't been Mekayma Mitzvah Min Amuvcha? I don't want to discuss that for now. But the Ram takes on that he's not been Mekayma Mitzvah Min Amuvcha. Let me read out to you briefly how the Darke Moshe quotes him. He says, the Ram says like this, that which Rabbi Gamliel says, if you don't discuss the reasons for Pesach Matzah you're not Yotza. However, you've been Yotza the Mitzvah Agoda. It's just Mitzvah Minamufcha. You haven't been Yotza. So it's clear that the Ram, the way the Darke Moshe quotes it, the Ram in Sukkah seems to say something else, but the way the Darke Moshe quotes it, it's quite clear the Ram also holds Ram Gamliel is a chilek of Mitzvah Agoda. The Barbanel, in his parish on Agoda Zevach Pesach, also says very clearly, it's a chilek of Mitzvah Agoda. And he says, what's Ram Gamliel coming to tell us? He says, Ram Gamliel is coming to explain what's the minimum requirement for Agoda. Because we know the more the merrier. But what's the minimum? What's the minimum you have to say to be Yotzer? And that is what Ram Gamliel is telling us. The minimum Haggadah is Rabban Gamliel. Pesach, explain the reasons for Pesach, Matzah, Umara. And the Yaakov Etlinger in Shalas Shulas Binyan Tzian also discusses this point. And he also concludes that it's a chilek of the mitzvah of Haggadah. And he says, more than just being the minimum, it's also without that, you're not yotza. So on the one hand, it's the minimum. If you don't want to say anything else, the Mishnah is telling us, that's all you needed to say. But on the other hand, if you talked about everything else and didn't talk about the reasons for Pesach, Matzah, Maru, you also wouldn't have been yotza. So we have a Rambam, Ramar quoting Iran, Barbanel, Yaakov Eftlinger, they all hold clearly that Ramu Gamliel is a part of Mitzagod. However, there is a Ramban in Mulchamas, the beginning of Brochus. The Gemara over there is also talking about Mitzis, talking about Mitzis Kriyashma, and the Gemara discusses a case where Loyotzi Dechivaso, and the Ramban in Mulchamas tells us it doesn't mean you're not Yotza. It means you haven't done a Mitzvah in Amuvcha. And where do we find such a thing that means you're yotza but you haven't done a mitzvah in Anukha? So he says like this, <coughs> we've learnt a similar type of thing. <coughs> anybody, this is the quote in the Mishnah of Rabban Gamliel, anybody who doesn't say these things on Pesach has not been yotza. Rabbi Gamliel doesn't mean when he says that you've got to eat Pesach, Matzah and Moro again. Definitely not. What he means is you haven't been Mekayim, the mitzvah minamuvcha. What's it clear from the Rambam? It's clear that the Rambam learns that Rabbi Gamliel is a chalik of the mitzvah of Pesach, Matzah and Moro. Except he learns, but you should have, to be Makayim properly, Matzah, Pesach, Matzah, Moro, discuss the reasons for the mitzvah. And the Mashoin Arab Sochim, the Mashoin Arab Sochim, also follows that opinion, because the Mashoin asks a question. He says, where do we find a mitzvah that in order to be Yotzah, or Hidu Mitzvah, you have to discuss the reason for the mitzvah? We don't find it anywhere. Take a mitzvah, you make a bracha, that's it. 
You shake a lulav. You make a brocha. You make a brocha before you sit in the sukkah. You don't have to discuss why you're sitting in a sukkah. You don't have to discuss why you're shaking a lulav. You're yoyed to the mitzvah. There's no, even, no, no, even a hidur in the mitzvah to discuss the reason for the mitzvah. A brocha is sufficient. So why is it, says the marshal, with Pesach, Matzah, Moro, you have to discuss the reason as part of the mitzvah? And he explains, the first Mishnah in Zvachim tells us that if a korban is shechted shaloi for example, Reuven brings a korban shlomim, and the kohen who shechted has it mind shimon. So the, the Mishnah tells us that the korban the, the, uh, is kosher, can be offered up on the mizbech, but Reuven hasn't been yoyed to his mitzvah, his chiyuv. His neighbor, his nadav, whatever the case may be. But there are two exceptions, the Gemara Mishnah says. The exceptions are chatos and pesach, bismanoi. If a chatos is brought shaloi lishma, the chatos is possible and can't be offered up on the mizbeach. Explains the marshal. Because the further a person is from kedusha, the more effort is required to bring that person back and close to the ribbonish shaloi. If a person's bringing a common chattas, he's done an Aveira. If he's done an Aveira, he's that bit further away from the Rebbeinu Shlomo. So to bring him closer, because, he, well, should we say to bring him back to where he was and closer, it requires an extra effort. It has to be Lishma. Similarly, the common Pesach. Klal Yisrael wa oivde avodah zara mitzrayim. Halalu oivde avodah zara wa halalu oivde avodah zara. Lebdovin Yechezkel tells us that they were oivde avodah zara. So the common Pesach drew them away from that distance of the Avedah Zorah, drew them close to the Rebbeinu Shalolam, drew them close to the, to the, uh, uh, to the Shechina, and therefore a Pesach Shalolishma is possible. And he says, because there was such a distance they had to go, and so close they had to be brought, not only did you require a Kavona at the time of Shechita Lishma, but at the time of Achilles Balim, when the Kalman was eaten, it had to be accompanied by a statement as to why we're eating it, and the extra effort is to explain the reason for the mitzvah, and not just any other, like all other mitzvahs, where we don't have to explain the reason. He says, that explains Pesach. What about Moro? He says, because the Pesach says, the Pesach says, you have to remember that you were an Eved, and the Zechira is the Peh. As we find with Amolek, Zohar says, Asher Osolacha Amolek is Bepeh. Shabbos, Zohar says, Yom HaShabbos Lekadshoi, Kiddush is Bepeh. Similarly, the Zohar took it every day, so it's got to be Bepeh. You're doing the mitzvah of Mara, which is reminding us of the Avdus. The Zohar took, you have to do Bepeh. Likewise, he says, with Matzah, it says, Shivas Yomim, Toichel Matzah, etc. Laman Tiz Kores Yom Tzayzchem Meretz Mitzrayim. So there's a chiv zechira on matzah also. And therefore, it has to be bepeh. You have to discuss the reason why you're eating matzah. And more than that, which he elaborates in another place, he says that the, the matzah that they ate in Mitzrayim was, co- was comparable to the mincha that Akoyim brought. That's why he says they ate matzah even though they hadn't come out yet. They, the Se'er Sheba Yisrael represents the decadent society in Mitzrayim. That's the Chomet. So again, there's an extra kiruv that came about at the time of eating of the matzah. And therefore, there's a requirement. It's not sufficient just to do the mitzvah. You have to actually talk about the reason for the mitzvah. So we have a Ramban and a Marshal who clearly take on that the, um, the words of Rabbi Gamliel, that you have to talk and explain the reasons for Pesach, Matzah, and Moro, is part of the mitzvah of Pesach, Matzah, and Moro.
Now, Tosfus is very interesting, because if we look in Tosfus, in Arab Sochim, on the Mishnah of Rabbi Gamliel, Tosfus says, what, why, what's the reason for Pesach? So the Gemara says, Vamartem zevach Pesach Hashem, as we say. It says Tosfus, Pirush Ba'amira. It says Vamartem, so you've got to talk about it. Shetzarich loima Pesach zesh onoichle. Where do we know that you have to say Pesach there? Because it says, Ramaratam Zevach Pesach. The Iskish Matzah Umar Ela Pesach. And there's a hekesh between Matzah and Marah to Pesach. But Sarachleima Nami Matzah Zumar is there. Since you have to talk about the Pesach says, Ramaratam Zevach Pesach. Namely, you have to talk about the reason for Pesach. And there's a hekesh between Matzah, Marah and Pesach. Therefore, you also have to talk about the reasons of Matzah and Mara. So according to Tosfus, where do we know that you have to talk about Pesach, Matzah and Mara? Because it says Amaratem Zevach Pesach. That's Tosfus in Kuf Tes Zayin. The problem is, in Kuf Yudalad, Tosfus says another reason. The Gemara over there, is, the Mishnah over there is talking about taking the table away. You take the table away, the Ka'ara away, so the children should ask. Then you bring it back. It says Tosfus, you bring it back. Why? Because the Matzah and Mara are on the Seder plate. You're going to have to say Rabban Gamliel. Ukuta Omar, as the Pasuk, the Gemara says, Lechem Oini, the Pasuk calls Matzah Lechem Oini, from which we darshan, Sha'oinim Olav Dvarim Harbeh. The Gemara, one opinion, the Gemara darshans, Lechem Oini, not poor man's bread or bread of affliction, but Loshan Aniyah, Lechem Sha'oinim Olav Dvarim Harbeh, Lechem that we talk about. And presumably, you've got a hekesh between matzah and mara, and by that token, Pesach also, and therefore, you've got to talk, you talk about the matzah, you've got to talk about the mara, you talk about the Pesach. So there appears to be a stira in Tosfus between Kufya Dalad and Kufte Zayin as to the makor that you have to talk about Pesach, matzah, mara. Is it from the Pesach of Amartem Zerach Pesach? Or is it from the Pesach of Lechem Oini? The, the Dvashmur quotes a Sefer Magalei Tzedek, and he wants to suggest that Tosfus is of the opinion that Rabbi Gamliel is referring to both mitzvahs. That discussing the reason for Pesach, Matzah, Umarah is both a chilek of the Haggadah and also a chilek of Pesach, Matzah, Umarah. From Vamartem Zerach Pesach, we learn that it's a chilek of Pesach, Matzah, Umarah. And from Lechem Oini, we learn that it's a chilek of Mitzvah Haggadah. That's the Chiddush he wants to learn in Tosfus. And he says... If you think it's strange that talking about Pesach Matzah Mora and describing, discussing the reasons for Pesach Matzah Mora should be part of a mitzvah, you'll find it explicitly in the Orchus Chaim in his Agada, who writes, he says, Pesach even though you eat Pesach Matzah Mora, you're not Yotza without talking, which would imply that Talking about Pesach, talking about the reason for Matzah, talking about the reason for Marah is part of Pesach, Matzah, Marah. That mitzvah. Now, so that's, that's the Margalit Now, I'm not convinced that that is Pshat in the Orchus Chaim. Because I think we all accept, it is a big Chiddush to say, like the Ramban, like the Masha asks, that to give a reason for Pesach, a reason for Matzah, and a reason for Marah should be part of the mitzvah of Pesach, Matzah, Marah. And in fact, this Lashon of the Archas Chaim, you find in the Kalba in his Agada and in the Rashbam in his Agada. The Lashon of the Kalba is, 
even though you eat Pesach Matzah you're not Yotza, Bilti by Mir of God unless you talk about it. Now there is the Chuvus Rosh, where the Rosh discusses why we don't make a bracha on the Haggadah. Why don't we make a bracha on the Haggadah? That's a discussion of the Rosh. And he seems to say that we don't make a bracha on the mitzvah of the Chirisitias Mitzrayim. But what I want to bring out from the Rosh over here is he says we do many mitzvahs Zechilitias Mitzrayim and we don't talk about it. For example, Pidyan Aben. If a person does a pidyon aben, he doesn't say that this is Zechel Mitzrayim. He doesn't say, I'm doing pidyon aben because HaKadosh Baruch Hu killed all the Bechayrim and Makas Bechayrus. The act of pidyon aben is an act which is Zechel Mitzrayim. It's not mentioned and it's not spoken about and there's no bracha made on it. It's there. So it's clear that there are actions that a person does which are in themselves Zechel Mitzrayim and remind a person of Yitzhak Mitzrayim without having to actually verbalize it. And it's a Mufurusha Rashi. You look in, in, um, in Pasha's Re'ei, the Postuk says, V'zavachto Pesach l'ashtrim alekech atzunu bakor, you bring the cotton Pesach, loisech l'alav chometz, shivas yom tech l'alav matzes, no chometz matzes, in order, you eat the Pesach, you eat the Matzah, in order that you should remember the day you came out of Mitzrayim. It says, Rashi, Through eating the Pesach and the Matzah, you will remember Yom Tzitzchom Eretz Mitzrayim. So Rashi says clearly the act of eating Pesach Matzah that is the Chiyos Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That is how I'm remembering Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Like all the other mitzvahs we have, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. You sit in a circle, Kuncha Bekiva, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim, as we discussed in the Shea. You, you, Pidjan Aben, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and lots of other mitzvahs, Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. You don't have to mention it. Just doing the mitzvah, that reminds you of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And I think that that is what those Rishonim mean. Read it again. Even though you eat Pesach Matzah tomorrow, and I might have thought that's enough to be Mekayim the Mitzvah of Zechiris Yitzias Mitzrayim on Seder night. You're not Yotza, the Chiv of what? Of Haggadah. Bilti Bamir of Haggadah. Unless you talk about it. He's not talking about the Mitzvah of Pesach Matzah tomorrow. He's talking about them. They're talking about the Mitzvah. They're talking about the Mitzvah of Haggadah. There is a svara that just by eating you should be mekayim zechira, like it is with all the other mitzvahs the rest of the year that are zechel etzias mitzrayim. Here, there's a chiddush on seder night. Eating pesach matzah is not enough. If you don't say rabban gamliel the reason for pesach matzah tomorrow, you'll be yotzer pesach matzah tomorrow, but you won't have been yotzer mitzvahs hagodah. And it's mefurish in the barbanel. In the barbanel, we said we mentioned earlier. <coughs> pardon me. He explains clearly that the kavon of Rabbi Gamliel is to tell us what's the minimum requirement for Sipur Yitzhak Mitzrayim. He says, um, um, Because we don't know what's the minimum you, can, you need to talk about. Do you have to say the whole Agodot or is it <coughs> sufficient just to say a little bit? How much is the minimum? 
because of this, the person who instituted the agoda put this Mishnah at the end, the points that Rabbi Gamliel has, there's a, a complete chiyuk to mention them, and without them, you're not yotzer, the mitzvah hagodah. That's clear. And then he carries on, If you left them out, even just one of them, you didn't discuss the reason for Pesach, you didn't discuss the reason for Matzah Umar, you left one of them out, you're not yotzer, the mitzvah hagodah. That's clear. That's what he says. Then he carries on. And even though you eat Pesach, Matzah, Amaro, you have not fulfilled this chiyuv. If you don't discuss them, verbalize the reasons for Pesach, Matzah, Amaro. So it's clear in Abar Banel that there is a Hava Amina that by eating Pesach, Matzah, Amaro, you've done your Sipritzias Mitzrayim. Because Many mitzvahs zeichel etzias mitzrayim just purely by doing the act. So that comes Rambam Gamliel says Rambam Gamliel no, that's not sufficient. Seder night is different. And on Seder night you have to actually discuss as a bare minimum the reason for Pesach, the reason for Matzah, the reason for Mar. So we have in conclusion a machlokes rishonim. The Rambam, the 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 Ram quoted by the Ramot Darke Moshe, the Abarbanel, the Binyan Tzion. And I would like to suggest the Kolboi, the Rajbam, the Orchus Chaim, they are all of the opinion that means that you haven't been Mekayim, whether it's Mitzvah Minav Muvcho or Ma'akev, it's a part of the Mitzvah Agadah. Whereas the Ramban in Brochus and the Marsha are of the opinion that Rabbi Gamliel is a chalik of Pesach Matzah and not a chalik of the Agadah. And therefore, on Pesach Sheni, According to the Rambam and all those who showed him, there'd be no need to say Rambam Gamliel. But the Chayra, according to the Ramban and the Masha on Pesach Sheni, a person would have to say the Mishnah of Rambam Gamliel in order to to the mitzvah of Pesach Matzah Umar. One of the, uh, I don't know if it's the word, right word, strangest parts of the Haggadah, if one reads it um, literally, is the answer that we give to the Rasha. We say, Yenoka is tooth. Which doesn't sound a very, what shall I say, Jewish thing to do, to go bashing people up. And I remember, oh, if you listen to one of the tapes of the late Rabbi Bernstein, Zechari Rabbi Yitzchak Bernstein, he, he quotes, if I may, Lahavdil King George. King George apparently said that, and I might not get it quite right, he said, freedom is not the ability to do what you want to do, it's the opportunity to do what you have to do. The Russia comes along and the Russia says, What do you want to sit and do all this work for? What are you, what are you interested? You're free. You can do what you like. So we take to the Russia, freedom without a purpose? That's anarchy. I'll show you what anarchy is like. And you go knock out his tooth. That's an allegorical sense. But of course, there's a deeper meaning over here. Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe he discusses the fact that the Korban Pesach had to be eaten by Chaburah, and in Mitzrayim they weren't allowed to leave their houses. He says that in Mitzrayim there were two Goluyos, two exiles. There was Golos HaNefesh, they were over the Avedizora, and there was a Golos HaGuf. There was a Shibuda HaNefesh, a Shibuda HaGuf. They had to work physical hard work. 
when they came out of Mitzrayim, there was going to be Geulas HaNefesh, and also Geulas HaGuf. And in order that the Bnei Yisrael, says Ramosha, shouldn't think that the Ika Geula was the Geulas HaGuf, that they were now physically free, on the night of the Geula, they had to sit eating a carbon Pesach amongst a group of people, special people. They all had to have bris milah, there couldn't be a nochri with them. was also excluded. Somebody didn't tell the line was excluded. So they were sitting amongst a group of anoshim, ksherim, anoshim tzadikim, to teach them that this is what kheris is going to be all about, to be part of a chabura, part of an um, the kedusha of a tarah, serving a kodesh baruch And they weren't allowed to go out. They weren't allowed to leave the house to teach them that they would not be allowed to leave Yiddishkeit and try other things. Because that's not what Cheirus was all about. The Cheirus was a Cheirus HaNefesh. The Cheirus HaGuf was secondary. And he says the dam that they put in the mezuzos and the mashkof went on the doorposts. That was to show them and to teach them that it would be B'Mesiris Nefesh not to leave Yiddishkeit. That's what they were going to become part of as they came out of of, of Mitzrayim. And he quotes a Medrash at the end of Pasha's boy. The Medrash says, mm-hmm. He's rejoicing, no, no stranger shall mix. Says the Medrash, that's what it's written, no Benecha should partake of it. In other words, in the Simcha of Klal Yisrael, no stranger mixes in. That's what the Possek refers to when the Possek says, no other nation should mix with Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is Am Levodod Yishkoin. Klal Yisrael is there to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu and not there to be a nation like all the other nations and to mix with everybody like everybody else wants to mix and follow their ways and to do what they want. That was the goal of Klal Yisrael, that's what they were being taught by those mitzvahs of, at the time of Korban Pesach. At the moment of the goal, when it happened, that was the lesson that Klal Yisrael were being taught, that the Ika Geul is the Geul HaNefesh, not Geul HaGuf. To the, of two of the Arbabonim, we don't give the answer that the Torah gives, the Chacham and the Rasha. And in both of them, it says, Va'af. With the Chacham it says Va'afata Emalei Pesach, and the Rosh it says Va'afata Akeshinav. And my father, the Zangazundu, always used to explain to us Seder what the Balagoda means. Like Va'af means don't ignore the pasuk. Va'af also tell them the pasuk and then go further. The Chacham asks Ma'edus Vachukim Amishpatim. So give them the Torah's answer in verse Chanon Avodim Ayinu Lefarib Mitzrayim etc etc. Give them that answer, but he's a Chacham who wants to know more. So you go all the way down to a Maftir Nachah Pesach Afikom and tell him everything. The Rasha give him the answer of the pasuk, but that's not enough for him. You've got to be Hakeshinov. You've got to take him down a peg or two. But what does it say in the pasuk? If we look at the pasuk, that you the the answer to the Ben Rasha. It says, What is this avoda for you? It's interesting. Um, in Rav Rakov Zechon Livrochin Zagot, I think it's called Lechem Rav, he writes that the only one of the Arab Bonim that's in Mishnah Torah is the Chacham. He says, why? Because a wise person doesn't ask as soon as he doesn't understand. If on the repetition he still doesn't understand, then he asks the Kasha. I think by the same token we can say that the only one of the Arab Bonim mentioned 
to Bnei Yisrael when they're in Mitzrayim is the Rasha. To be Merama is the Eloi Hashom, Lohi Onigal. And anyway, that's the Rasha. What do you say? You say, we're keeping the Kodim Pesach, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu jumped over our houses when he smote Mitzrayim, and he saved our houses. That's the Pesach you tell the Russia. It's an interesting Pesach. He's jumped over the houses, he saved our houses. Why do we need the word bias in the Pasuk? Surely the Pasuk should have said, And he saved us. Why botenu? botenu. And if you're talking about houses, so why don't you talk about Bote Mitzrayim? Asher Pasach al Bote B'nei Yisrael B'mitzrayim B'nogfei as Bote Mitzrayim. Why is it Boteinu and Bote B'nei Yisrael? And based on what we've said, it could be that that's good for Pshat. We say to the Rosha, do you know why we were saved? Because at the time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu jumped over, we were in our Botim. We were in our houses. We were eating the Korban Pesach. We were serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We were part of a Chaburah, Kedush, Kedusha, Otahira. And that's why we were saved. Asher Posach al-Bateh b'nei Yisrael b'Mitzrayim, b'Nogvayas Mitzrayim. That's Boteinu Yitzil. It's because we were in our houses, being Mekai in the midst of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why we were saved. And therefore, don't come along and ask, Mo'avoid al-Zeshachim. That's the answer that we give to the Russia. That it was right from the inception of the Geula, that we understood that it's the Avoid and the Gulas HaNefesh that's important, not the Gulas HaGul. Of course, the Russia doesn't completely get this, and therefore, the Afar Takeh Shinov, you've also got to go and take him down a peg or two. I saw this year, and my wife bought me a Haggadah from actually a son of the late Rabbi Bernstein, Rabbi um, Emmanuel Bernstein. Um, if anybody wants uh, an English Haggadah, it's well worth reading, and for a change, it's actually written by an Englishman in English, and he quotes over there a, he quotes it from Yushami, but in fact it's also Medrash Rabba. Why do we have four cases on Seder night? What's the reason for the Arab cases? Can it corresponding to what did Chazal the second Arab cases? So we know, everybody will tell you, Rajbam at the beginning of Arab Sochim, Taisis over there, Vitsaisi, Vitsalti, Vagalti, Vilakhti, the full assurance of Gula. But the Medrash Rabba, the Yushami, quotes another reason. It's corresponding to the four cups of wine, sorry, pardon me, the four times the word kos is mentioned in the dream of the Saramashke. When the Saramashke recounts his dream to Yosef, the end of Pasha's Vayeshev, and then Yosef responds, the word kos appears four times. And corresponding to those four mentions of the word kos, Chazawa Mesakein Arba Kosos, the four kosos on Sedanah. As the expression goes, one of the four times Kais mentioned in, 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 in the, the, the dream of the Saramashkim and the reply of Yosef got to do with Satan. It's true, if you look in the Medrash, the Medrash does bring many ref, quote, number of references in the dream to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But what's, what's the lesson over here? So he quotes a Sefer Chibos HaKodesh, Klatskin from Lublin. He says like this, he said, how did Yosef know that the Sarah Mashkin would be reinstated and the Sarah Ophim would be on the hook. How did he know? Obviously, but what did he see in their dream? So he says as follows, he says, very often, a person's dreams 
they reveal his inner thoughts and his inner desires. In difficult times, people can have nightmares, people can have anxious dreams. The dream itself might be nothing, but it just shows that they're anxious. What did the Sahamashkin dream about? He dreamt about freedom. What was to him freedom? Freedom was to him, he's squeezing out the grapes, and he's back at his old job, serving parai. What did the Sarah dream about? He also dreamt about freedom. But freedom of him with his cakes and the birds. Yosef understood from the dream of the Sarah Mashke that to him freedom was to serve the king. He was a, 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 the man who'd thrown him in prison. He was incarcerated in prison. But nevertheless, his will was not just to be free to be with the birds, but to be free to serve Parai. So Yosef understood that this is a true Eved HaMelech, and Parai will appreciate that. And therefore, when it comes to Saramashkim, he'll overlook his wrongdoing, because he's a real Eved. That's his desire in life. The Sarai, that's not his desire in life. It's a job. What choice? Maybe it's not a job. Maybe he's just got no choice. And therefore, he's done something wrong. I'm not going to overlook it. But the Saramashkin, by the mere fact that he shows that is freedom to him, Paul is going to understand, obviously over the years will have understood, that was a Saramashkin, and is going to let him go free. He says that's what the Medrash, that's what Chazal are telling us. The Arab Akhaisas were instituted, their Chairus, says the Gemara. But what is Chairus? Chairus is Gunas Nefesh, to be free to serve the Rebbein Shalom. And that's the Remez in the four Kais. Four times the word kais is mentioned in the dream of the Saramashkin. And he says beautifully that in the Gemara, the Gemara tells us in Arab Sochim, the notion of the Gemara is, the Gemara discusses whether you can bring a raya from the fact that we bench Allah kais on Seder night, that the, that benching always requires a kais. So the Gemara says, no, it's no proof. Arba kasi the Chachamim instituted four cups of wine, derecheros, because drinking wine is derecheros, kolchad v'chad nareve mitzvah. And on each one, they instituted a mitzvah. It's Kiddush, Haggadah, Bechamazan, and Halal. What's Pshat? Why would they institute a mitzvah on each one? Hagufa, that is Pshat. The cups of wine are derecheros. But they're not just cheros for the sake of cheros. They're the cheros so that if there's a gulas haguf, then there can be a gulas nefesh. The cheros is there so that we became in the mitzvahs. And that's why Chazal were masakin on each one of these coasters, which are derech cheros. They were masakin a mitzvah to teach us and to remind us that that's what cheros is all about. <coughs> and we find this idea further through the history of Klalis role. If I base myself on not exactly, but on a of a vote of the um, uh, of Rabbi Shimon Shvar in mind, base Hashaiva in Parshas Kisisa on on a possible Parshas Kisisa, the Gemara tells us in 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 Chulin Homa Minatoriminayin Esther Minatoriminayin Mordechai Minatoriminayin. The Gemara quotes Psukim Homa Nazamina Eight Esther Haste Aster and Mordechai quotes the Gemara quotes a pasuk in the beginning of Kisisa. Ba'ato kach lechav b'samim reish. Mor etc. Take for yourself a psalm in Rosh. The first one is Mor And the Targum of Mor is Meira Dachya. And Meira Dachya is Mor So here you've got a remez for Mor in the Torah. And Rashi explains B'Sam in Rosh. It's the head of all the B'Samim, like Mor was the head of the Tzadikim, and the head of the Anshik and So he asks the question, he says, why is the remez for Mor in a Targum? The remez for Homan is Homan. Hamin. The remez for Esther is Hasta Aster. It's in the Pasuk. 
The rem is for Mordechai is not in the pasuk. Mordechai is not Mordechai. The Targum is Mordechai is Meiradachia. So Alpidarka, it's not mamish what he says, but I think Alpidarka we can say that Mordechai. How do you translate the word Mordechai? Mordechai means Mor, a, 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 a herb, a, um, a spice. Derai that's free, that grows everywhere, grows all over the place. On Yovel, when it comes to the Avodim, on Yovel, or Karasem Deroi, you should call for freedom. Karasem Deroi is freedom. But the Targum doesn't translate Deroi as freedom. The Targum translates Deroi as Dachya. Dachya means Tara, purity. What Chazal are telling us is that when Mordechai was bringing Yeshua to Kalal Israel, and they were now Deroi, they were now freed, they were still a katiyab dachashverish, but they were free to do, to a large extent, what they wanted to do and what they needed to do. His purpose wasn't the deroy. His purpose was the dachya. On the outer side, it looked like deroy, but the kavona was dachya. You have to dig below the surface of what Mordechai was doing to understand what Mordechai was all about, and that's what Chazal mean. More deroy, but what was the deroy? That was Mordechai. It was the Dachya, it was the Tara that Kalani Israel could serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they weren't threatened with, with extinction. And in fact, it's a possible. Everybody's happy, everything, Baruch Hashem, what's the next possible? Party after party and rejoicing. That's not what Chazal tells us. All the things they weren't able to do when Homon decreed against, decrees against the warring force, they were now able to do. And that's the Sosan, Oyra, the Sosan, the Simcha, the Vikor. Klan Israel understood the Meirodachia, that the Deroi, the whole purpose of the Deroi is to be able to Mekayim and to keep the mitzvahs. And when it comes to the Gula HaSidah, if we look in the Rambam, in the end of Hilchaz Melachim, <coughs> the Rambam says, you'd base Allah Chadalit, not so they could rule over the whole world or rule over the nations of the world. Not that they should be get all the covered. And not just to eat, drink and be merry because there won't be any problems. There'll be no Shibbat Malchus and everything will be, it will be amazing. But that's not what the Nevi'im and the Chachamim were interested in. What were they interested? They should be free from the yoke of all physical worries and burdens and be able to delve into Torah and its Chachma. There'll be no oppressor or disruptions. Again, when the, we're talking about Gula Asida, of course there's a Gula Saguf. Without a Gula Saguf, there can't be a Gula Sanefesh. Well, the Iker is the Gula Sanefesh, starting with Mitzrayim through to Purim, right through to La'asit Lavei. The Iker Gula is the Gula Sanefesh, and that's what we're hoping for. The Gula Saguf is just a side point that has to come with it. Just to end off, um, I, I'd like to say a few words, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. Um, we, we're living in very difficult times. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been very, very badly, tragically affected by it. And even those people who haven't been affected by it, times are extremely difficult. And of course, we accept, called Ovid Rahman al-Tavavid, where Kodesh Baruch Hu does is for the best. And we strengthen our emunah, and our tefillah, and the
We haven't got Nevi'im. We haven't got Nevua. We don't know why. And perhaps it's not for us to question why. But it is for us to take a lesson and each person on their, in their own way to take something from this that it shouldn't be for no reason at all. Now, I, I don't know. But I'd just like to share with you some thoughts that have been going through my mind and I'm talking to myself. Too often and for too long, I've taken things, we take things for granted. To wake up in the morning healthy and well, but a person's well. You can walk down the road. You can enjoy the fresh air. Are we are we if we can dabble with the minion? That we can socialize? Is anybody ever makitov when they come home with a roll of toilet paper that thank you, Bunchalin, for giving me toilet paper or or soap? I know it sounds ridiculous. Do we appreciate what the dustmen do and what the people who stack shelves in Tesco's and Morrison's do? There's no Korosatoi. I'm talking to myself. But now all those things are things we realize we have to be grateful for. One of the terrible things of this machla is that it affects people's breathing. Chazal tell us, Kona neshoma tahalel ka, dashen chazal al kona neshima u neshima tahalel ka. We have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every breath. Or Hashem, most people who have those issues do recover. Unfortunately, the Tsarenu, there are those who don't, but Baruch Hashem, many do. And maybe that's a lesson that we need to take. And I think it's rele- very relevant to this time of year. And that's why, for, please forgive me if I'm talking out of turn, but that's why I feel I, need, I would like to bring it up. There is a Ramban, the end of Pasha's boy. Ramban says, when he discusses, it's a famous well-known Ramban, then he discusses the reasons, etc., and he says, I'll just read you one line. The only thing HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us in this world, that a person should know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created him, and thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he created him. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. That we should recognize him and thank him that he created us. And if you look in the Rambam, in Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvah Kofnun Zayin, when he talks about the mitzvah of Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim on Seder night, he says, Husha Tzivanu L'Sapi B'Yitzis Mitzrayim B'Lel Chamesh Ha'asun Minisa Metchilas Olay L'Kfitz Chayitz Haloshna M'Sapi. The mitzvah is to talk about Yitzis Mitzrayim on the night of the 15th, each person to their own ability. V'chol Misha Yosip U'Ma'amur V'yarech Hadvarim. And the more you speak about the following things, he says, what are the following things? So the ones we know, what I call the greatness of what I call did to us, the terrible things the Egyptians did to us, this is all the things, how Kodesh Baruch Hu took vengeance against them, he punished them, and to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all the good he's done to us. If you look in the Rambam and say for mitzvahs, to be moved and thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all that he's done to us, with coming out to Mitzrayim and all that ensues, that is part of the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim. And it's therefore no surprise that when we discuss the mitzvah of, we discuss and we discuss the Yitzias Mitzrayim and the, the, the Golos and the Golu Mitzrayim, the Ica part of our God starts at Arami Ovid Avi, 
And that's what we discuss. That's the main part of the, the main part of the Agoda. And those Psukim are taken from where? From Kisovai, which is Mikra Bikurim. And what were the Bikurim? The Bikurim were Hakaras Hatayv to the Rebbeinish Lailam for having given us Eretz Yisrael and the fruit. Therefore, on Seder night, whereas the Rambam writes, we have to to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's very appropriate that the Psukim that we use to describe and discuss what went on in Mitzrayim and the Yitzhak Mitzrayim are the Psukim of Haidah. And I'd just like to share with you what the Chinuch writes on that mitzvah. Because when you bring Bikurim, there's not just the mitzvah of Havas Bikurim, but there's also a mitzvah of Kriya. You don't just bring the Bikurim, if you bring it between Padmishruas <coughs> and Sukkot, you actually do Kriyas Bikurim, a Kriya with the Bikurim, which is Arami Ovedavim. Says the Chinuch in Mitzvah Tafresh Vav. He says, why do you have to Say, when you bring the Bikurim about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, you went down to Arami Evidovi, and you went down to Mitzrayim, and HaKadosh Baruch took us out. Why do you have to say all that? You're bringing the fruits. You're thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for giving us Eretz Yisrael and giving us fruits, and giving us produce and things to eat and to live off. That's sufficient. Why do you have to say anything? Says the Chinuch, Bifisha Odom, Ma'ayre, Machshavaisav, Umetzaya, Belevavai, or MS. A person is able to con- awaken his thoughts and conjure up in his mind the truth, Bekoyach divrei piv, really, literally means the strength of the words of his mouth by verbalizing. When you verbalize something, then it becomes reality for you. And therefore, when he says, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving you all this bracha, etc., and your zoicha to bring to the base of Mikdash, a person should waken his heart by verbalizing, to think, everything came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you should talk about the chasodim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done, not just to himself, but also to the whole of Klal Yisrael, and that's why you start with Avodim Oyim. And he ends off, and he says, after praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all that he's given you, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Eretz Yisrael, and the Bikurim, and bringing it to the Beis HaMikdash. You ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the bracha should continue. Says the Chinuch. And by awakening his soul and his mind in the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and his goodness, by saying, Mikro Bikurim, and awakening in oneself, that Hakara to the Rebbeinu Shleilam, Zoyche umizbareches artsoi, his land, his he merits, and his land is blessed. Says the Chinuch, by thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by being Makir Toiva, it's through that, that he's Zoyche, that the bracha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given him should carry on. Mit Hashem, may we all be Zoyche, to be Mekayim, as the Rambam says, to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything. And with that, we should be Zaycha, that all the Chaylim who so much need the Rafur Shalema should have a Rafur Abakarev, and those of Kladis who are healthy should should remain healthy. We should all be Zaycha Mitzashem to have a it's there, it's very difficult this year, but let's all try our best to be Mekayimah as much as we can. And in the Zchus of thanking HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh we should be Zoycha to Geula from this Machla and Gula Hasidah Bimheir of Yomenu, and we should all a very good Yontav. Shkayach.